Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray that you very much know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. This series called Walking Daily with God. Imagine what that would have been like to have walked every day with Jesus. Imagine if you'd been one of the apostles. Imagine if you'd been some of the women that traveled with Jesus, the scripture tells us. Imagine sitting around fires with him. Imagine sitting with him in rooms and listening to him and being with him and seeing the things that Jesus did. It would have been transformative, which, which it was. We're called to do the same thing and we can stop and say, but how? We don't see Jesus with us, but we have the Holy Spirit within us sent by God into our lives that reveals Jesus to us, that reveals to us the love of the Father and the plan of the Father, drawing all people to himself. And so we're called to walk daily with God in our life and to do life with God. I have met some extraordinary women in my life and men in my life who have this sense of walking daily with God. One of the things that I've learned about the Christian life is that there's a lot to know. And at times you can forget more than you remember. And sometimes we have to have those moments of pause in our life or we have to have those moments of prompting in our life which cause us to remember. I want to take us to a deeper place about something that you're all going to say, I already knew that. I want to read a scripture to you or look at a scripture today uh, that's very famous, the story of the prodigal son. And let me just tell a little bit of the story to be able to shorten a little bit for today's purposes. It's the story of a father who's wealthy and he has two sons. And one of the sons comes to him and says to him, Hey, Dad, what I want is my share of the inheritance now. Don't want to wait till you're dead. I want it now. His father, for whatever reason, divides out his inheritance, gives it to the young man. And the young man goes off and he wastes it. He loses it. And then one day, because he is starving and in need of money, he goes off and hires himself out and he gets sent out into a field to look after pigs. And, he, and it says in the scriptures that he happily would have eaten the pods of the pigs, but no one gave any to him. And so in verse 17, it says this. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my hired hands have bread enough to spare? But here am I dying of hunger. I'll get up and I'll go to my father and I'll say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of the hired, your hired hands. And so he went off and went to his father. Belial, he was still far off. His father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. And then the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, quickly bring out a robe the best one, and put it on him, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was a lost and is found and they, they began to celebrate. I, I love this passage of scripture. It's such a famous one. It's part of Luke 15 where there's the stories of, of, of the kingdom of God, of God calling us back to him. And, and, and so what happens is this young man who's then working for somebody, he's feeding pigs, he would have happily eaten the food of the pigs, but there was not even, none was given to him for that purpose. And so he comes up with a speech in his mind. Have you ever had to have an important meeting for some reason, uh, whether it's uh, you're applying for a job, whether it's a 
argument that you've had and you're trying to get your thoughts together as to how you're going to approach it, whether you're going to someone to apologize for something, if there's something you want. You practice in your mind, don't you? Sometimes you run over and over and over this speech in your mind. And his, he and this is what he's going to say. He says, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. That's his practice speech. So he goes off. As he is approaching, his father sees him. His father runs to him and embraces him with love. Embraces him with love. And then all of a sudden, in verse 21, he then goes, and now it's time for my speech. And, then he, and, and he says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father cuts him off before he even gets to the point where he says, treat me like one of your hired hands. He, he doesn't get to say that bit. Before it is, the father turns to one of the hired hands and says, bring, bring, bring a robe and bring a ring for his finger and bring sandals. And what immediately he does, as we know, he restores him to his position in the family. He restores him to that place where he was. That despite what he has done wrong, the father doesn't go and say, look at what you've done. No, no, no. He restores him. He doesn't listen to his practice speech he restores him and then they begin to celebrate um, one of the things that I've learnt when I've talked with many people who are, who are arguing with others whether it be a marriage whether it be relationships of some form that sometimes the only way that restitute that that relationships are restored is for one of the parties to come along and say I don't want to hear what you did wrong I just embrace you. I just welcome you back. We don't have to go through what occurred. That sometimes what I have found so often is that it's words and it's the burdens that we carry and it's the hurts that we carry and being hurt by people, those hurts, that sometimes we feel we've got to, we've got to not get even, but we have to make sure that we're heard. But often forgiveness is all about not worrying about being heard, but just focusing on being restored. And I sense there are maybe some people here today who need to hear that word in your life, that there are relationships that you're in, there are circumstances that you're in, and words just are getting in the way of things being restored. The scripture tells us not to take offence, that when someone does something wrong, we can either get offended by it, and the world is all about offence. Gee whiz, today it's, it's like rarely have I ever seen the world. People are offended by all sorts of things being said now, done now, or things being done 30, 40 years ago. People are being offended easily. The scripture says, don't take offence. And so sometimes we have to be prepared to let go, to let go and to love and to forgive and, and, and to allow ourselves to be how God is towards us. Many of us, we fall short. Well, I shouldn't say many of us. All of us fall short. But God embraces us. He loves us. He restores us. And we can come up with our big speeches. I'm sorry. I, you know, I shouldn't have done this. It was because of this or that. And he goes, be quiet. I just love you. I just restore you. And there are some of you, maybe that's what you need to be towards someone that you love a child, a husband, you know, your wife, a parent, you know, a, a colleague, a boss, that you need to just 
forget about the speech and just extend forgiveness. It's to be godly to be able to do that. You might stop and say, but, but, but. And yeah, I'm not saying that there aren't times to talk things out for sure. But in many cases, we just got to let it go and be like God and see our relationships restored. See, that's how we're meant to walk every day. That's what it is to walk daily with God. Uh, it's, it, you know, and it doesn't mean that sometimes we, that, that we, we don't, uh, we have to put everybody back in our life. There are sometimes we've got to protect ourselves. Sometimes in cases of violence or injustice, sometimes we have to stop and say, well, I can't put you back in my life to the same place. But a lot of the time we can. To be honest, most of the time we can. And maybe God is saying something to you today as you listen about how you are called to live. Allow yourself to have the love of the Father that sees you and just adores you for who you are. Loving Father, I come before you today. Living and walking every day with you is to live so counterculturally to our world. Lord God, allow us to embrace, to love as you embrace and you love us. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never far from you.